All right, we're here. We just lost game one. Pretty embarrassing game. Pretty dismal, pretty putrid. Tiny bits of positives, but mostly bad. Let's talk about it. Let's talk Yanks. I have an interesting fellow coming on after the break. His name is Jimmy James, John Boy, whatever. Well, this guy went from like 300 followers to like 2,300 followers. His name is John Boy, the Yankee fan. All right, I'm John Boy. I got my co-host Jake here. We're talking Yanks. <laughs> Just got shut out, shut down by Trevor Bauer, who I I wrote in my blog. I just made the headline in my blog today. Fuck Trevor Bauer. He just looks like such a dick. I mean, I think I'd love him if I'm on my team. One of those guys where he's just, but. I'm not even there. The warm-up stuff, like the crazy warm-up stuff and the, the crow hop and the pitches and just his face in general. Yeah, I don't really like him, but he, he, he was awesome tonight. Like if you're an Indian, I, like I think this was the first time he got like dapped up by teammates. <laughs> first time they were like, "All right, Bauer, cool, we like you." Now. Yeah, okay, this is why we kept this creep around. I don't know. I mean, I, he's got good stuff. That curveball is pretty wild. One of the best twelve to six curveballs. One of the few curveballs you get why guys are swinging at some of the pitches in the dirt because some of them started high strikes and landed in the dirt, which is pretty wild. Yeah, uh, someone tweeting that I was live most of the game, and you know, so I'll I'll take most of what the questions people were asking me, and we'll talk about those. And someone asked me like, why don't the Yankees just sit on that curve? Well, he threw five curves to Gary in a row, and Gary was like sitting on all of them and couldn't hit it. So I don't think it's that easy. I think it's a pretty good pitch. Yeah, and I mean, like, welcome to baseball. Like, <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not even really going to address that. That's No, that's like a real weird comment. I was like, that's not how baseball works. But anyway, uh, let's talk Sonny Gray. So I've also gotten a little debate with people. Someone said um, Sonny wasn't that bad. Sonny was bad. Uh, I mean, in a, in a regular game, he doesn't get pulled there, and then maybe he gives up more runs. But in the post, I mean, he got pulled at three and one-third. Rarely do pitchers give up eight runs in the postseason because they get pulled before that happens. There's no way, like, how would you, would you say Sonny wasn't that bad? He was bad. It's tough. I, I'm not going full bad, but wasn't that bad doesn't sound good either. He went, he lasted three and a third in a playoff game. Right, but he, it is a playoff game, so he's going to get pulled earlier. So that almost, that as you're saying, that hurts his case. That almost helps his case. I mean, Bauer had uh, no hitter going and got pulled in the sixth and almost like before that didn't he get pulled in the seventh or after six and two thirds or whatever yeah that's pretty normal i'm saying well the argument does go both ways not for a no hitter yeah i mean like he only allowed three runs yeah because he pulled him you say you you say sunny gets pulled there and or you say sunny doesn't get pulled there and he could give up eight he could go six and only give up four or three so yeah, that's, that's not great. It's tough. I, and the, the other argument about it is, yeah, it's not great, but it's not, it wouldn't be bad. I mean, the, it wasn't a good start. And I mean, the elephant in the room that you and me need to address is the umpiring. It's, it's not the reason they lost. I think we need to emphasize that before the Twitter trolls run with that. Yeah. That's the problem because, because I was, I, I almost wanted to stop posting the pictures and the gifts of how bad the ump was. Cause people were, right. they run with it too much, but there were some where it's like, how is, how did, they, there was like a couple that were baffling. Now I was live when Judge took strike three 
And everyone was like, that's not a strike. It was inside. And I actually freeze framed it. And it was a strike. It was like the right call. Yeah. That judge at bat will table for later. Cause that's like, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. I, I just think in general, I, I do think Cleveland got a lot more of the calls and it's, it's kind of funny because in basketball, you know, you can either count fouls or it seems kind of obvious, you know, with K zone and individual pitches is so tough because a one, one pitch that should be a strike and doesn't get called a strike changes a whole at bat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's crazy. If, if you're a batter with two strikes on you compared to when you're not, I mean, that's an incredible difference. And I mean, I, that's where you take a little heat off Sonny. Cause there, there was Sonny was straight up not getting some of the calls that Bauer got called. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, and no, I'm not going to say home cooking or anything. I, I think the, Ump was calling the game. I did say he felt a little react, reactory. Is that no? Reactive. That's not a term. Yeah, but I, like you're saying, if the like batter, if there was a check swing or the batter kind of had a reaction, like he kind of went with that. Like okay, then that must have been close or something like that. He wasn't fully in tuned. He's supposed to be watching the ball and where it crosses the plate, and it felt like he was taking more into it. And I said, and I posted GIF that he was like uh, when you play wiffle ball and you put the chair there or the strike zone, like we have a sheet of steel where we play. Yeah. And so the ball can curve around the strike zone, but it's a strike. And you're like, well, that didn't pass me, pass me at my eyes. Yeah. But that's how you do it in wiffle ball. Some of the, some of Bowers curveballs, like the one to judge in the first inning that crossed him at his eyes, but landed yeah. at his chest. That's not a strike. It was like a wiffle ball strike zone. Let's, I don't yeah. want to go too deep into the ump though. It was right. bad umping. It was not the reason we lost. Yeah, we didn't we didn't score any runs, and the home run that was given up to Bruce wasn't any of that. That was an up and in, pretty good pitch. Bruce hit a fly ball that went out. And Bruce's first at bat, his first hit actually was a pretty good pitch by Sonny as well. It was like a yeah. sinker alone away, and he put good wood in it. Good for him. Good for fucking dickhead Trevor Bauer. Let's talk about that judge at bat because that's actually like judge judge yeah. judge had a really bad day. Now, let me get, set the tone here. I'm about to bash Judge strictly on today only because I just we praised him for and he's been great in September. So some people, like I was talking about Periscope, like give him a break. It's just one game. So I'm going to bash him for this game. Yeah. Understanding and you listening, <laughs> understand I'm just talking about this game. He looked god awful. He looked like he was guessing every at bat. I mean, that at bat with two men on. Headley and Gardner were on with two outs. Bauer goes outside breaking ball, outside breaking ball, 2-0. If you're judge and you have 52 home runs in 2017 and you have a 2-0 count with two runners on, swing the fucking bat, man. I, if, if Bauer threw a curveball in the dirt and he swung as hard as he could and missed it, I would have been like, right. I would have been like, okay, fine. You have to swing hard there. It's 2-0. You have to swing hard there because if you get the fastball, you can do su- stupid damage. Yeah. He got the fastball and didn't swing at all. Like he just guessed Bauer was going to pitch around him. I don't know what he was doing and didn't swing. If you have 52 home runs on the year and your name's Aaron Judge, and you're the MVP and you have two men on base and you have a 2-0 count, you're, you, I want you swinging hard no matter what. And if it's bad, like I said, if it's in the curveball in the dirt and you swing over it, so be it. But you have to swing because that's your chance. And then I was live on Periscope and I'm saying, 
Well, Judge feels like an idiot now because he got his fastball down the middle, didn't swing. I said, I guarantee you he swings now because he's thinking, fuck, I just missed my pitch. Right. And Bauer knows that. Everyone, like, I, if I know it sitting at home, Bauer knows it. So he goes outside curve again. Judge swings, doesn't come close. And then he takes that curveball down that was kind of inside, but it was a strike. It was a terrible at bat. Yeah, I, your sentiments are 95% exactly what I'm – want to say i i would say making things full circle uh that guy that said sit on bowers curveball that's why you don't sit on bowers curveball <laughs> yeah because if he grooves one 2-0 then you look like a fool and I, again just to fight off the trolls a little bit judge didn't lose the game he had a bad day no uh- even 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 if he catches that it's a 4-3 game and Allen's on the hill, and that's if he hit a home run there. Everyone had uh, everyone. No one, no one single-handedly lost this game for the Yankees. It was a it was a collective effort between Sonny and the lineup. Who? <laughs> no, this is funny coming off the other one. Who who had a good game today? Starlin and Dellen <laughs> and Chase, Adam Warren and Chase Headley and Jaime Garcia. <laughs> Which <laughs> those guys are having a good day. That's usually a bad sign, kind of. Well, I mean, I said in my post game recap that if if we if 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 the the only two letters but a huge meaning, small word, big meaning, whatever they say about the word if if we win tomorrow, right, and we win the next game, and D Rob, Canley, Warren, Chad Green, Chapman, all are used in both those games, right? Which you would think if we're winning a close game, then. It's only fair we look back to this game one and tip our hat to Jaime Garcia, and this is a lot of ifs, but I'm saying there's what he did saved our bullpen, and he could have I, – I thought maybe Joe was just bringing him in to face Bruce, but he let him go, which makes a lot of sense. And, I mean, you I don't know if you were on Twitter this morning when they announced the roster. People were pissed yeah. Jaime was on it, and it kind of just proved – that's where he's on. I think I actually said to you, if we're down five nothing in the second, that's when you would use Jaime. I think that's what. Yeah, yeah. I I was when the roster came out initially. I was just thrown off because Jaime and Gumby are the same role for me. But that, I, and I actually lean Jaime just because there's no inning limits. If <laughs> if it was a fifteen to nothing game, you could have Jaime throw 120 pitches and not feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a veteran anyway. But, which is tough that you'd lean that way. Yeah, I. if, if we're already going to start positives, I, I mean, what what else do we want to say about this game before we start talking next game? Oh, I got a lot. Okay, oh, well, I got, then I got, before, before I forget, I, I will say one of the positives of this game is that the bullpens will be full troops. Dallin, even even guys like Dallin and Warren, Warren. Yeah, were at the end. That's full crop. You if if CC goes if CC goes four innings, zero earned runs, I I could and the Yanks are up one zero or something like that. You could see Girardi go full bullpen mode, which would be wild. Yeah, but. Hopefully CC gives us at least five. Let's I'll table it. I do have some other things I want to talk about. A, we were both big on Headley had to start this game. And in hindsight now, which second guessing sucks. I yelled at people on my live, on my Periscope for second guessing. So I wouldn't do it. Headley needed to start this game. Uh, his at bat against Miller was awesome. He did put one in the gap that Kipnis ran down, which 
Uh, sucked for the Yankees, but there's like a that's sp- a cool that's a cool baseball thing. Such like, like guys playing center field. He's got 11 games at center field in his career. Zero this year, I think, or something like that. First ball hit to him is a gapper. He makes a diving catch. Someone was like, he, yeah. if he was a good outfielder, he would have just ran under and catch it. No, shut up. You're jaded and being oh. like stubborn. That was a cool moment yeah. for the Indians and almost sucked because it gave him so much momentum. But Headley, yeah. I liked what he brought to the table today. Thought he grinded it out. Same with Gardner. They both had really good at-bats. Those are the guys who... You're you're not going to like this. I'm... Man, in that Greg Bird at-bat against Miller... I mean, you're you're throwing Greg Bird under a bus. It's but so for, what for, would you do? Lose a DH? That's what I'm saying. I'm almost saying bring Headley to the bench, almost for that. Just a pinch because, for Bird. Well, think about that. Because say say we, I mean, Ellsbury and Hicks, we have as almost a coin flip at this point. I mean, they they both do their their thing. Blah blah blah. If Andrew Miller, Andrew Miller's their dude. Yeah. And I, it is not a shot at Greg Bird. Greg Greg Bird could have ten at bats against him this series. I don't think he touches him. That's that's not a slight on Bird. And you know, you you wonder what goes into actually managing a team because, like we were talking, I was talking about previously, Bird was getting a lot of at bats against lefties, and it may have been somewhat in preparation for this if they were meeting the Indians. But Greg Bird's in the middle of our lineup and. If if Miller can get to him, that's an out, and I'd I'd say almost eight out of ten times that's a strikeout. And again, I've I've come to Team Greg Bird. All right, so but, as, as the leader of Team Greg Bird, if Greg Bird hits a home run off Miller this series, I'll do whatever. I'll get a Bird jersey. <laughs> that was, I know that's not like a penalty, but <laughs> that was I was expecting like you to say a bird tattoo or something outlandish, <laughs> just buy a shirt of the team you like. <laughs> I'll, I'll do I'll do some. I mean, I you got some gross. I don't, right, you you gotta, know, I don't have. You got to kiss Doodle's butt. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. I kiss the dog's butt. Without talking Yanks is just childish. If Greg Bird hits a home run off Andrew Miller in this series, Jake's got to kiss his dog's butt. <laughs> I, I know. I tail I, up. I don't. I honestly, that's fine. I but but seriously, but seriously, what what are we gonna do in that situation? What if it's bottom eight? Um, we're we're down a run or two, and Greg Bird's up against Miller. I, Here's what you do: you pinch hit Bird for Holiday, and then you put. Holiday or Romine at DH. No, it's tough. I mean, the only option is you have to start Headley on the bench, but I liked Headley's at bats. He got robbed. I loved Headley's at bats, and I love I love Headley. Yeah, so it's tough. But but Bird Bird has to be in against Kluber just because if one bad pitch, he he can go yard on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could you could DH Bird and put Headley at first. That way, if you pinch it for Bird, you've got Holiday as the DH. Yeah, that's actually the that if 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 Miller versus Bird is your concern in late innings, that would be your best workaround. Start Chase at first, DH Bird, and then you can pinch hit Holiday for Bird. So I mean, I don't know. I don't, how, it's I, an idea. Yeah, I don't know if Joe's if that's on the what, how Joe's thinking. I w- I would guess it's come up. You got to, otherwise you're pretty unprepared. So, right. Right, cool. Glad we worked that around. Glad we got a little bet. If uh, Bird, yeah, kiss Doodle's butt. Yep. Okay. 
what else did I want to talk about? The Judge at bat, the Headley looked good. Okay, Hicks. Hicks had an anomaly game for me because <laughs> yeah. uh, he did get the double, which broke up the no-hitter. He did save runs, not because he threw anyone out, but because they weren't running on his arm. Yeah. Which is like telling. So the Indians basically just told us we're not going to take the extra brace on Hicks. So it would seem pretty silly to take Hicks out of center field and put Ellsbury in, who you know they're going to take the extra base on. Because it's kind of like saying, hey, if you put Hicks in center field, you don't even have to try to throw us out. We're not going to try to to take the base on you. So that's a positive for Hicks. He also caught a ball on the warning track. Ellsbury gets those balls as well, though. Yeah. But in in he hit the double in all his other at-bats. He looked garbage. Yeah, I was literally right before you tweeted it. I, I, I was, I started, you know, when I, when I start going low and depressed, I get deep down there. <laughs> Girlfriend Jess asked if she went invisible for a little bit today. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, but, I think my girlfriend's also feeling that same way. Hopefully I can edit this fast and before she falls asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, when Hicks came up for that, I bet I was literally typing out a tweet that said, I have no confidence in Hicks here. <laughs> and he poked one. So, Man, he's just. No, it's weird with him when he swings and misses. It's like off. Yeah, he's I like I don't, he's I don't know if he's a huge guess hitter. Yeah, I think he's is. I, I think he was big time guess hitting. Okay, the, I don't, the, 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 the I, and I know we're jumping around a little bit, but it comes back to guess hitting, and I don't know. Maybe I'm giving the dude too much credit because and it's it's a weird mix because I hate Bauer. I know he has talented stuff, but like the Yanks should. I still think he throws a lot of junk and the Yanks should be able to abuse him. His stuff is kind of the perfect stuff to get Judge and Sanchez out. That fastball and curveball are in the same plane, but the pitch that I think is that really gets both of them is that little tight slider cutter he has uh-huh. because he's got the fastball that comes in like this, the curveball that drops like this. That slider they think they've pegged the fastball and they swing as hard as they can. And it just tails away. And I, I saw judge swing and miss on three or four of those for sure. So he, he, Bauer looked really good. We kind of got to yeah. Miller. We, we made them use their bullpen and we didn't have to use ours. So there's a positive next tomorrow. They'll be, uh, I mean, okay. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say about this game before we move on to the tomorrow, Gary. Oh, so for, this is all about Gary and the balls. First, another thing Yankee fans probably don't want to hear, but Jose Ramirez taking those secondary leads and jumping all over Gary's balls in the dirt, which actually are Sonny Gray's balls in the dirt because he bounces a lot. That is, That was just um, smart baseball, and it made me think like, hmm, why haven't teams been doing this to Gary and when Sonny and Jaime pitched all season, it makes all a lot of sense and i kind of want to be like that's whoever picked up that told i don't know it was tito the bait the whatever coach ramirez himself it was kind of impressive where i was like that's good that's good baseball from a not a yankee fan just an mlb perspective that was smart good strategy well, yeah i mean tito again we're guessing a little bit tito probably just gave the fast guys the hey if you see one about to bounce in front of gary make him make a play until it happens. Yeah. But, and then speaking of balls that bounce in front of Gary, I know that 
three times a runner advanced because he kind of mishandled one. I think every fourth pitch, the dude was on his knees moving side to side in that first three innings. It was brutal. It was like wild to watch. Like, holy shit. I know Gary's not great at blocking balls, but he's blocked. Like he got put, he got put through the ringer. It was almost like he was going through blocking school and the coaches were, were, if I was a catcher in high school and you would just go and they would stand four feet away and just spin them in the dirt in front of you. Like, holy shit. Yeah, and I mean, it's probably the last time I watch FS1 with volume on, which maybe we'll circle back to. But after the show, A-Rod and Poppy were like, yo, leave Gary alone, bro. That was, like, tough to watch. Did they for, say like, that? A baseball. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, that's, that's – for baseball players, I think A-Rod literally said every fourth pitch that he was he was down, he was, which is just brutal. Yeah, I want to make – I want to make – I want to go find it. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow and, and make a montage of – Every single pitch. It was nuts. It was, he, he had, and he had a lot of decent blocks. Even the one that he blocked that went up the third baseline. That's good. Like good for that. That's how we need to keep it in front of you. It's the ones when he just tried to grab it with his glove. That's bad. And he had a couple yeah. where he just tried to grab it with his glove where he stopped it. And it's still like, ugh, wish that wasn't your, and it, he'll learn, he'll change. He'll get better. But he's got yeah, a lot of practice. It, it, when baseball starts coming full circle, it's, you know, if runners aren't on, that's not an issue. So Bauer can bounce that big curveball all day because the Yanks don't have any runners on. Mm-hmm. And it's, I know the Yanks were letting a lot of leadoff batters on, which is always a bad move. But especially if you've got when the first two pitchers are in the game are midseason acquisitions that <laughs> like to bounce the ball. So, yeah. Okay. So tomorrow we have a day game, which might feel weird. Not up. Speaking of feeling weird. Going from, like, the wild card sucks for so many reasons. But when I woke up Tuesday, I was antsy. My hands were sweaty. It was panicky. It was game seven of the World Series, basically. Win or die right away. And when I woke up today, it sucked kind of to not be so up for the first game of the DS. Like, yeah. you know, because every other team, like the the Red Sox and that and – um Houston, it's their first game. They're all excited. And for me, I had already used up like all my nerves on the wild card where it was like, okay, we got a five game set. I felt too relaxed. And I thought that Yankees wise, momentum wise, which a lot of people don't buy into, but I thought that the wild card would be awesome. Cause like we just won the wild card. We're moving on with so much momentum. This is going to be awesome. But if it affected them the same way it affected me, it's kind of like too big of a deep breath like okay we can relax now we have five games we just only had one and it kind of loses that cutthroat mentality I, I had in the wild card does that make sense to you at all yeah i i was there to start the day and then i i mean i i told you i was cocky as a peacock to start the day i was just having a good morning had a bad morning the day before so it's like just running hot and then i was like yankees game yes let's go like bowers garbage Sonny's gonna get him. Yeah, and then the phrase I used was you're playing with house money because you're like, like we believe in this team, but you're like, you know, one good game by the other team, your season's out the window. But I think that also goes the other way in the fact that we know the Indians are a good team and you kind of hit that point where, I mean, it's not it's not your main thought, but it's just a thought that if the Yankees lost this series, however they, however they would, you'd say this is a pretty good Cleveland Indians team you know, we, we went to the playoffs and battled for five games. You go to that wild card game and you lose it. Like you, you could be sitting there saying like, 
we we could have won the goddamn World Series, but we blew one game. Yeah, like that. That's just it's it's unfair. We we've talked about it, and there, nobody has a good solution. I think the best thing we've heard is the Japanese. the home and home game they do in Japan. I love it. Um, which is is interesting. I I doubt baseball gets there because I I mean I think that would throw off your rotation and bullpen even more probably the way they do it. But yeah, I I know what you're saying. All right, let's take- at, at this at the same time. If the Yanks win this game, we say, oh, you know, the Yanks already played a playoff game. They were fresh. Cleveland came in and with Jidier in the first game, something like that, you know. So, all right, we got five minutes. We're gonna try and keep these shorter. You want to go first? Sure. Two minutes. What are your thoughts? What are you looking for? Do you have faith in CC tomorrow? Kluber is he gonna shut us down? Two minutes on the clock. I have extreme faith in CC. I think he's a lock for four, five, six innings, <laughs> one, two, three runs. <laughs> uh, I think what terrifies me for tomorrow is if Kluber goes out, if, if they go Kluber, Miller, Allen, the Yankees could be going back 0-2 and possibly not scoring a run yet. And that's, I mean, that's kind of the the big fear. And it's, I don't know, I'd rather address it than dance around it. But I mean, those guys are the cream of the crop. Um, it's kind of funny that Allen doesn't scare us at all. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's what we would talk about. But um, that's the fear. I, I'm thinking, and I don't know if it's the hope or whatever it is, but I, if the Yanks get a lead tomorrow, I mean, everyone's leash is off. Joe is going to go nuts with that bullpen. And the part that scares me about that is, I guess none of the bullpen guys, because I guess Canely, Warren, I, a lot of those guys don't have egos yet because they don't deserve to. Man, like if you pull CeCe in the fourth and then one of those guys blows it, God, that sucks, especially in Cleveland. Never mind normally. Um I, I guess the big thing, and I, I kept saying it, and this is my closing thought for the lineup, uh, the X factor is kind of guardy slash the bottom of the lineup because I think judge, on, judge with guys on base is so much better and more feared at this point. Because um, if not, the pitcher can just nibble. Got five seconds. And if, if, if judge swings, he swings. If he doesn't, they walk him. They don't really care. So – Go Yankees. Wow. They came in at exactly two minutes. 2-1 two, two Yanks tomorrow. How about that? Nice. Okay, my thoughts. Number one question I got in Periscope, do you have faith in CC tomorrow? What's the point in not having faith in CC tomorrow? Where does that get me in my brain, in my day-to-day? I got to think about the Yankees all day, tomorrow night, tonight, tomorrow. I'm not going to run over my head about how CC's not going to pitch well. I mean, some fans like to be miserable. I'd rather be happy. So I'm just going to talk CC up. He's our stopper, 8-0 after losses. He's yeah. a veteran. He's been in much bigger situations than a second game of an ALDS. He loves the team more than anyone else loves the team, more than I love the team, I think, more than uh, I love CC. I think he loves this team, being with the team. I think he takes a lot of pride in himself because he's older now and shit like that. So, yeah, I have faith in CC. I don't think he, I don't think he has to go eight innings no earned like CC had to do in 2009. He just has to get us to our bullpen. He has to get 
through five. I feel crazy that we have to ask a starting pitcher to get through five, but we've had one. We've had three. Good pitching builds on good pitching. I hope that bad pitching does not build on bad pitching, and CC is the stopper, which we've seen. The lineup has always had duds like these. We've seen them have duds all the time, and they've always snapped back and had like a crazy good win afterwards. They did it in Texas when they had the they came back in the eighth inning to win the next day after a dud. They did it with the Orioles when they lost on the walk-off, then came back and won a wild one. Those aren't Kluber and the Indians, one of the, be- the best pitcher in the American League versus the best team in the American League. So it's a bigger task at hand. Judge... Gary, I think it ta- all it takes is one base runner and one home run. Gary hit a home run off Kluber last game. So, Gardy, grind your ass off. Judge, do what you can. Gary, pop one. Two runs. Let's hold him at bay. 2-1 as well. Going with you, Jake. A tense one. I really, really hope it's not rained out because then I might not be able to watch on Saturday. But Was that two minutes? I don't know. I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. What's the point? of not having faith in, faith in CC. Yeah, there's none. I Would you rather have the other option, Severino? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't How know. about that? Or or Tanaka's road ERA of sixes here? So, yeah. All right. I think that's all. And we gained a lot of listeners last episode because of the playoffs. Thanks, guys. Uh, I think we had like three or 400 new listeners, which was awesome. Did I already say this? Well, no. No, I didn't. I couldn't have. Because you texted was, me. I texted you, yeah. It was awesome. All right. Go Yankees. We'll be here again tomorrow night. Hopefully a little less somber. Somber. Final message. I'm here's I've, I've missed this in my two minutes. I'm calling out the lefties. If Guardian Bird give us something, I think we're good. All right. Go lefties. Go. DD too. Go lefties. Go Yankees. Go DDs. DD the doodle. All right. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Go Yanks. Thanks. Tell your family. We love you. Go Yankees. Let's go.